You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Heidi. Welcome back. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. Hope everybody is holding up well. I know we've still got essential workers out there and all of the states are kind of trying to decide what they're doing, but I know most of us are still in a shelter at home type of situation or shelter in place type of situation. So if you, if you have been shelter in place and you have been experiencing a higher level of conflict or a higher level of toxic traits, Please go back to the podcast I did about 10 days ago. Um, it, is, it explains why the character traits of the toxic person increase during times like this. And even if it doesn't help the situation, by you understanding why it's happening, that's going to help you get through the situation. Okay? Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about a few things that happened in my life. The Strength Within group has been very, very active. Strength Within group, if you don't know what that is, that is a private support group that I host on Facebook. Um, And I've added over 50 people in the last two weeks because of uh, the things that are going on in people's households and the search for more education and the search to understand their situations for what they are. If you are not in that support group, it is an excellent place for you to be if you are looking for people who understand what it's like to be in a toxic situation. And that doesn't necessarily mean uh, a toxic intimate relationship or a toxic marriage. In the support group, there are people that have been involved in toxic coworker situations with toxic bosses. There's people who've been in unhealthy family circles with parents, siblings, or um, children that are unhealthy for them, friends, social circles. Every type of toxic relationship that there is, you will find people that have been affected by it in that support group. But because that support group has been so active, I've really been trying to stay up on it. Now, my private coaching has been very, very busy also, and I am thankful for that. And I'm thankful also that I have cut back on the chiropractic hours right now because there's just not as many people needing me, but I've been able to increase the private coaching hours. So um, I have had a little bit of a hard time staying and and being up to everybody's posts in the support group. But thanks to everyone else in the support group, the support nevertheless is there. Um, but I've been watching what's been posted in there and there's quite a few questions and I'm seeing people struggle with the same things. And I do believe that in the support group, everybody in there is at a different step in their journey. So there's people that are almost out and almost healed. They stay in there for encouragement. There's people that are just now searching for what in the world is this. There are people that have left and are just having a hard time getting emotionally broke off from these people. So it is a great place for you to look for people in a similar situation 
as you as well as find hope from the people who've already been through it. But as I read through some of these, I can see that many of these people who are now just searching are, are feeling a little uh, despair. They're feeling a little hopeless because with everything in front of them, now that they're learning about it, now what do we do? And when people see me now, you know, I have this worldwide podcast. I do private coaching. I host conferences. I teach online. I have, you know, I write for magazines. People look at me and I think it's, it's hard to believe that I was in a situation just like you. So I get the question a lot. How did you make it? You know, how did you ever get through it? When I look at it, it seems so overwhelming. I feel like I have tried everything that I know how to try and everything is uphill. I don't know where to start anymore. I almost feel like I may as well stay here because I feel like getting out or changing the dynamic or getting away from them or cutting them off is just going to be way harder than just staying here. Um, I understand that and familiar is easier to stay in than stepping out into the unfamiliar. But how is it that I was able to do this? Okay. How is it that I was so damaged and torn down yet and working on the pain and trying to understand it and, you know, going through the motions and beating my head against the wall, just like you, how is it now that I'm standing here? Well, actually I'm sitting, but doing this and teaching people and helping people get out of it. How did I make it? I see the struggles every day through the support group and through the clients and the messages. I get messages every night. I take almost an hour while my husband and I are watching a movie to go through Facebook messages and Instagram messages and at least try to reply to the people that have reached out that are just searching for an answer. What is this? Is it me? Is it something? How do I get out? How do I start? I feel like I'm stuck. I'm paralyzed. I don't know what to do. You know, everybody out there is trying to make sense of this. And you're trying to make sense of something that doesn't make any sense. And the reason it doesn't make any sense is we don't think like a toxic person thinks. We don't strive to manipulate people. We don't try to hurt people's feelings. We don't need to make other people feel bad so that we feel better. So it's hard for us to understand. Yet at the same time, we feel like we need to understand it in order to validate that we have a reason to change the dynamic. So how did I do it? Well, looking back, I have no idea. I have no idea how I did it. There was days that I did not think I would. There was days that I did not think I could. And I can tell you right now, there was days that I wasn't even sure I wanted to. It was too hard. I, I was fighting a battle every day of my life. And I felt like I was losing a battle every day of my life. But I will tell you, I have done more mental work and harder work in the last 10 years than I've ever done in my life. And I've been through grad school. I earned a doctorate degree. I have owned businesses for over 23 years. I raised three girls and none of that work stands out to me, but the work that I had to put in for myself, my self-worth, my confidence, my value, to me, that was work. When we, when we step into these type of relationships or if you're born into them and you're, you're raised in these environments, we have no idea the changes you're going to go through. You have no idea the pieces of yourself that are going to disappear. How you go from confident, happy, independent, 
fun-loving people with goals, dreams, and ambitions, and you find yourself a shell of basically fear and worry, how, how does it even happen? How did it go from so good to so bad so fast without me even seeing it? How did I get here? What did I do to, what did I do wrong to end up in a relationship like this? And, and why can't I stop it? And why can't I leave it? And why can't I just change it? Well, here's the analogy that I want to use. And it's funny because, um, you know, you know, when your computer hard drive crashes, the reason this is funny is I know nothing about a computer. I run my entire life off of an iPad and an iPhone. So anybody who knows me that hears me talking about computers is going to think this is funny. But you know when your hard drive crashes and you lose everything. Everything that you worked so hard on. Documents and papers and pictures and memories. Poof, gone. That's what a toxic person does in your life. They need control and power. So if they can take away your hard drive and rewire you to work for them, then they get everything that they need, right? It's gradual. It's a gradual rewiring, one piece at a time, one wire at a time, one part of us at a time, until when we're booted back up, we operate exactly the way the toxic person needs us. They need a reaction, they need a response, they need to know they can emotionally control us, Toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. So poof, our self-worth is gone and poof, our self-esteem is gone and poof, our value is gone. Like our hard drive crashed, right? You have now been programmed or reprogrammed. Now, in my case, I was reprogrammed because I grew up in a pretty normal environment. But for those of you who've grown up in an environment that was toxic from the beginning, you didn't know the difference. So your first programming was what you have. So in healing from a toxic relationship and moving forward in a toxic relationship, although it's more painful than reprogramming a computer, it can be done. So basically what you do is you start working backwards and you slowly start pulling the wires and replacing the programs and rewiring the way you think about your self-confidence and your self-worth and what's important and your values and who's important and who should be allowed in your life. And you rework the programs in your life to fit you and to serve you again or to serve you the first time if you've been raised in an environment that wasn't healthy. But I like when I teach people, we have to keep it simple. Because doesn't it make more sense to picture yourself reprogramming yourself than, air quotes, healing from narcissistic abuse? Reprogramming isn't as scary as healing from emotionally abuse situation. Recovering from toxic relationship. No, they programmed us, period. Reprogramming is how you find yourself back. So keep it simple. We can get so unindated with terms and diagnosis and bogged down with how much work it's going to be and treatment plans. Really, keep it simple. It is reprogramming what they programmed. 
And by understanding that it's programming, that is where you're going to find hope. That is where hope lies in you understanding the fact that it is not hopeless. We can do this. It will take work. And I tell people when I hire them, this will be the hardest thing you've ever done. But once you start, you will not want to turn around. You will not want to go back and you will never regret the reprogramming part of this piece of your healing. So basically you reprogram stuff to look towards your future and look towards your new life and look toward your goals and your dreams, traditions, happiness, right? That's what life is about. And that right there, future, good life, goals, dreams, traditions, happiness, that's what toxic people unprogram out of us. They unprogram our identity so that they can control it for what they need. So we have to understand how the, how the programming happened, why it happened, why did they do this, why did they treat us this way. As soon as you understand that, you take their power away. And that's how you reprogram. And if I talk about all the work that I've done in the last you know, 10 or 12 years on reprogramming, here's a few examples. My husband that I'm married to now says, you know, when I met you, I didn't know if there was ever going to be a day that you would stand up for yourself. And now he says he gets worried every time I open my mouth. And that was me working on the programming, standing up for myself. You know, I used to walk into a room and was always worried that nobody in there was going to like me. Now, I walk into a room and I hope there's somebody in there that I like. That's my reprogramming. You know, I left a former relationship with the thought that I was a crappy doctor and I could never run a business. Okay, in the last 12 years, I have had four businesses and three of them were running at the same time. I was always worried about what other people thought. How is it going to affect them? What are they going to think if? What if they don't like me? You know, now, if you don't like me, so what? Not everybody has to like you. The people that like you and love you know you. And those are the people that are supposed to be there. So always ask yourself, in the scope of my life, does this person matter? If they don't matter, so what? You know, I used to back down off competition, you know, because of conflict. Now I back down off a of competition because why are we competing? So I've replaced some of my vocabulary during my programming. I've replaced the word fear with courage. Courage is the heart to act in spite of fear. You don't think the soldiers out there fighting in hand-to-hand -hand stuff, you think they don't have fear? Yes, they do have fear. They just have courage. Courage is the heart to act in spite of fear. Nobody said you're never going to have fear. But to move forward past it, you have to have the courage to step over it. I have also changed my perspective on my value. You know, I used to think nobody would ever love me. I would never, I'd never be successful. And I used to picture myself as having very, very low value because I was just normal. Now, 
If you're looking for a bargain, don't look this direction because I am freaking expensive. If you're going to be in my life, you're going to be the elite crowd that's in my life. You know, I, I kind of changed the what if I fail? What if I fail? Me always worrying I was going to fail used to keep me in a prison. Now, I am a continually going, what should I try next? Because I changed the what if I fail to, oh well, if it doesn't work, I'm going to change directions. Who cares if it doesn't work? Just change directions. It doesn't make any difference. It's not failure. And I kind of went from worrying about everything. You know, they say that 80% of the stuff that you worry about never happens, but you've spent the last five months worrying about it. So think of how much time we waste worrying about things that never happen. I really try now to ask myself, before you start worrying about it, is it even something that you can control? Because if you can't control it, don't waste your time worrying about it. And with toxic people, you can't control what they say. You can't control what they do. Toxic person is going to be a toxic person. Expecting them to not be a toxic person is expecting too much. Um, I tell this people this all the time too, who have left toxic marriages. And then they have this facade that they're going to be able to co-parent with this person. Okay, did you ever win an argument? Did you ever get your way? Were you ever valued in the marriage? Why all of a sudden, now that you're divorced, do you think that that's going to change? It's not. So, so stop worrying about the stuff that you can't control because you can't control what a toxic person does, what they say, who they tell, the stories they make up. All you can control is you and how you react to it. The other thing I stopped doing is I stopped looking down. I stopped looking down all the time. I remember when I left my toxic relationship, I felt like I looked at the ground all the time. And I started walking. I would like to say walking tall, but I'm only 5'1". So I quit looking down and I started walking with my head up. And I started looking people in the eye rather than looking at the ground. And you know what I realized? Through all this programming and this con continually talking to myself, my wings were already there. I just had to have the courage to use them. You know, all the years that I didn't dare move, I didn't dare change anything, I didn't dare leave, I didn't dare stand up for myself, I didn't dare any of that, I didn't realize that I actually had my wings. I, I had everything I needed to move forward, to reprogram, and to live a good, happy, successful satisfied life. You know, birds don't fear that the branch is going to break because the bird does not put its trust in the branch. The bird puts its trust in its wings. We stay in environments we shouldn't stay in because we continually try to put trust in untrustworthy things. You need to trust yourself. You need to know that when you have an instinct, that's yours. Toxic people are going to say exactly what they need to say to get you to do exactly what they need you to do. So if it doesn't feel right and if it doesn't look right, trust yourself. Love who you are and love who you have become, regardless of where you are now. If you're in a spot right now that seems dark, there's a reason that you're there. You have gone through this shit because you are strong enough to do it, but you are never meant to stay there. What you're going through right now 
is a lesson. It is not a life sentence. So start thinking about not so much of how did I get here and why am I here, but start noticing the things that have been reprogrammed in you and start one by one backing up and unprogramming what the toxic person is doing and reprogramming yourself. And for those of you who are in shelter in place, this is the best time to learn. You're not distracted by a thousand other things. Now, the trick is the more you learn, the more you're going to want to be vocal. You're going to have to learn to keep, learn in silence, learn as much as you can about why they're doing what they're doing and why they're doing it. Because if you understand why they're doing it, you can grasp that reprogramming of yourself very quickly and you will very quickly find power. Now, again, you all know I'm a chiropractor, acupuncturist. I, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. So I don't treat this. I educate. And when I set up my programs, I set them up in order for you to go from beginning to end through the entire reprogramming process. And, you know, I... You have to learn to put yourself first. And I see it all the time. I get messages and people say, I really want to do a session with you, but um, I don't want to spend the money because the money needs to go here. Okay, that's a perfect example of somebody who's not ready because you're not putting yourself first. You are allowed to take care of yourself. Self-care is not selfish. You have to learn to put yourself first. And those of you who are parents and who are struggling about leaving toxic relationships, you need to be healthy. You need to be happy. You need to be an example for your children. So start learning right now, whether it's through me or whether it's through Googling on the internet, figure out everything you can about the situation you're in. And then on top of that, you need to remember that you have dumped so much of your energy into the toxic person. It is great to have some validation and it is great to understand the different personality types and it is great to be able to go, okay, this is a thing and you can study the narcissistic personality disorder and you can study bipolar and you can study sociopath and you can study this and you can study that and you can wonder why they're doing it and you can try to wrap your head around why somebody who says they love you could act this way because you've never acted this way. But at the end of the day, at some point, you have to accept them for who they are. Yes, understanding it for validation is one thing. But keeping your energy on them is not where your energy needs to go. After you've validated that you're in something unhealthy, it's time to reprogram you. And you can do it. If I did it, any of you can do it. And, you know, I have a longer list of private clients right now than I have ever had in my life. I know it's because of, of the situation of the country or the world. But some, some of them have, that have started have felt entirely hopeless. And they beg for me to please not give up on them. Okay, I will not give up on you if you won't give up on you. Because I did it. And there was a day in my life that I did not think I could. And there was a day in my life that I thought I had ruined my kid's life. And there was days in my life that I thought I will never, ever be successful. I will never be able to recover from this. And I feel like I've done a pretty good job. 
So if you're feeling defeated and you're feeling hopeless, this is the last day. Start the reprogramming process no, no matter how little of steps you take. Um, that being said, I want to read an email that was written to me by a client this week. Um, he has been struggling for a long time and I've been working with him for a couple months now. And he was one that really, really felt like he had to understand what the toxic person's diagnosis was because he wanted to understand everything about that personality so that he could grasp what had happened. And I told him, if the relationship is not healthy for you, it doesn't matter if there's a diagnosis. And some of you for validation need that. But again, at some point, you have to let go of that because inner peace is accepting people the way they are, not the way you want them to be. So you can either spend the rest of your life studying their personality and never moving forward, or you can accept them the way they are, figure out how to reprogram and move on. Okay. And he, I understand different personalities need different validation and different people need different types of learning. But I was kind of concerned because we would, we'd make a little headway and then he would always go back to, he had to understand her diagnosis. And yesterday morning, maybe it was two days ago, I got an email from him and I thought he's got it. He's got it. He's not there yet, but boy is the reprogramming happening. So I just want to read this email. It's a little bit lengthy, but it is so worth it because you guys need to know this guy's in the middle of it out of the relationship, but in the recovery reprogramming process. And he himself cannot believe how hard this has been. But with this email, I can see he's starting to see the light and hope is starting to shine on him again. So it's called the aftermath. The aftermath of a toxic relationship is a devastating place to be. When you look around and take inventory of our life, we can only see mess. Everything is damaged, broken, or non-existent. It is an entirely different form from what we remember or wanted, and by no means, but by no means it's a bad thing either. It can be your reality or it could be nothing more than illusion. It all depends on how you choose to see it, and it is in your power to see things however you choose. I've been reflecting on the quality of my relationship that I have with my children. Once upon a time, I had a great relationship with them, and although there were many times that I took this relationship for granted, during the abusive aspect of my toxic relationship and in the aftermath of it, I was so mentally and emotionally distant from their beautiful, innocent souls. I see them trying terribly hard to gain their daddy's attention, but to no avail. I'm off gazing into nowhere, seeing everything, but registering nothing. Daddy isn't only lost to his beautiful children, but to himself as well. So mentally exhausted by this toxic relationship, I was often feeling vacant from my own mind. I look towards my friends and family that I once laughed, joked, and worked with, only to find that many of them have discarded me much in the same way that I had unintentionally done to them when my attention was given to this big toxic mess. The ones that remain throughout the course of my toxic relationship are so tired of hearing about it, seeing my sadness, and picking up the pieces of my broken heart only to watch me hand them back over to the one who broke it. 
I begin taking inventory of my career only to find the devastation has spread into that area of my life also. The valued customers that I have found new, have found new suppliers because I was too broken to look after myself, let alone them. The bank manager calling for the umpteenth time to tell me that I missed another payment. My essential suppliers calling me to say my account had been cut off because I couldn't pay them. The liquidator then walking in and telling me that I'd lost my business, my home, my car, and everything else I'd work for. If all that isn't enough to deal with, feeling devalued, worthless, useless, and feeling so small that it would take a microscope to find what was left of my self-worth, only to find out that the toxic person is not finished yet. We are working hard to try and understand what we have been through and accepting horrible truths behind our relationships and our lives. We're running around with depression, anxiety, trying to break free from the addiction and the trauma bond. And then there's still more from them. Your toxic person is running around with a new supply. You're receiving messages and phone calls about it. There's a consistent effort to get you back while filling your head full of lies and deception. They're telling everyone who will listen the most outrageous smear campaigns that they can concoct in their twisted mind that are nothing that resemble the truth. We become too scared to even speak the words, what's next, or I'm sure things can't get any worse, but we definitely are thanking them. In fact, we are bracing ourselves because we know that there is another thing coming. On the surface, it looks like the really bad thing. And yep, it's definitely not nice by any means. But it's the illusion I spoke of earlier that brings this into a positive light and brings us a glimmer of hope. A farmer cannot go grow a good crop unless he first cleans out his paddock of all the noxious weeds growing there, or else it will fail to produce, it will fail or produce a poor yield. The same as a doctor cannot perform surgery unless the equipment is clean and sterile, otherwise he will spread disease and infection. The same we cannot live our life full of potential unless we clean out what's making our life toxic and diseased. Without the extreme toxic person entering our life and creating such a mess, we, had no, we have no choice but to clean it up. How are we to know what was unhealthy and unclean? Now we have the option to clean it up with the knowledge and the skills we have learned. The relationship we have left or create in the future won't just be mediocre. They will be the highest quality relationships you've ever had in your life because we recognize what is healthy and we are strong enough to be aware to walk away from anything that does not serve us. We can go from home we once had into something that feels even more homey than before because we now won't know what we want in a home, what it looks like, and what those inside it look like. Our career and business will become a place we value more than ever because we understand relationships and personalities and we build them stronger than previously. The most rewarding aspect of all is that we know ourselves. We know our strengths, we know our weaknesses, we know our values and what we consider a successful person to be. We know we have direction for our life and the power to walk in that direction without requiring approval for anybody. We have begun looking hard at ourselves and we understand how valuable we really are. If we hadn't had to confront the toxic people we would never have known ourselves as we do now, and we would never have had the opportunity to create a life based on our qualities and our values. So if you are still in a mess of a toxic relationship, then know that once you look away from the toxic person and inside yourself, you will see yourself for the first time. You will see how valuable your qualities are and how much 
and how much you are worth. You are in the if you are in the cleanup of a toxic mess, then know that this is not a backward step, although it feels like it and it looks like it. It is a step forwards towards knowing yourself and having the quality of life that you desire. You are already ahead of where you were when you fell into this relationship because you have begun the relationship you were going to with the flow and the direction. I'm starting that sentence over. You are already ahead of where you were when you fell into this relationship because when you began the relationship, you were going with the flow and the direction of the toxic person. Now you are going the direction and creating the life that is the standard that you know you deserve with the people that are worthy of your amazing qualities. And this is just another way of when I say everything happens for a reason. You did not land in this for no reason, but it is not a life sentence. It is a lesson. And we have lessons placed in our life because we're going to need we're going to need to know something about them for our future. For the, you who have kids, I always have to say, you get through this relationship, you don't know who you're going to have to help. What if one of your children is in a, in a toxic relationship, in a toxic work environment, has a bully at school? If you can reprogram yourself, you will be able to help them. It's in, it's in sharing your story and encouraging others that you are going to feel most of the healing go on. So how did I do it? I still am not sure, but I will tell you, I didn't look backwards. I kept looking forward and I kept striving for better and I did not do it perfectly. I hurt people along the way and learned lessons from it, reprogrammed, tried again. It's perseverance. It's figuring out who you want to be and then doing it. It's taking everybody who enters your life and treating them like a job interview. If they don't fit the job description, you don't hire them. It's picking yourself and putting yourself first 100% of the time. The relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have. If I can do it, you can do it. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at coachingwithdrheidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic.